She, she called me two-faced. The things they've said about me. Well, I told her who was going on. Raz. All the scandal. This is my time. I'm gonna do it my way. Can you believe they'd even say that about me? Raz is back. They said I was difficult. You are difficult. Well, that's why you only gamble what you can lose. No, I know. I know. I, and wasn't that money supposed to pay for his Reiki certification? Well, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. No, and after all he's put you through. No, it's been years. Oh. Oh, I know. Oh. Oh, one, one moment, darling. What's that, Chip? We're live. Uh, dear, you can't simply start recording on a whim, okay? All right, Viv, I'm going live. I've, I've got to go, darling. Yes. Oh, I know. No. Yes. All right. Yes, thank you, darling. Uh, all right, Chip. All right, this has to be orchestrated. All right, flag it for editing. All right, you, you have to take this all out. And, and moving forward, I would appreciate a places, and I'll hit my mark. Now, do you want to count me in? What do you mean from what number? No, just, I, I don't understand where the confusion's coming from either. We're still rolling. All right, well, how about this? I'll just start, and you go back, and you edit it out later, all right? <clears throat> Hello, songbirds! It's me, Raz McDougall. Thank you so much for tuning in to my very first podcast episode. You know, I've been getting a lot of requests from my fans over the years, begging me to make a comeback and set the record straight on a number of absurd accusations. Well, hello, pod world, because here I am. I've got over 40 years of dirt... And I'm ready to spill. Now, when one stages a comeback, one has to select the right medium. I was hoping to be Ryan Murphy'd, uh, but his office has not reached out yet or uh, responded to my letters or calls. And apparently, anyone who's anyone has a YouTube channel. But my bosom buddy, Viv Montgomery, told me I had a face for podcast. So here we are. Now, something of this magnitude can't be achieved by me, myself, and I alone. Songbirds, I'd like to introduce my intern, phone line operator, and editor of the show, Chip. Chip comes to us from Columbia College, Hollywood, where he's majoring in film studies. Well, good, good luck to you, Chip. Now, back for the summer, Chip has promised that he is completely invested in the possibility of making this show one of his top priorities. So I, I think we're going to get along just fine. Isn't that right, Chip? Yes. Um, you know, this has so recently become a dream of mine, and I actually can't believe how easy it was to get off the ground. Uh, there were no auditions, no callbacks, no dress rehearsal, and definitely no fight with the lighting crew about which gel to use. Simply a generous star, a close-knit group of talented special guests, and a candidness that can only come with age, 
desperation or a little bit of both. Now, I thought it best to start by answering some of your questions. That's right, your questions, my songbirds, because this really is about my fans, my songbirds. Now, I've sent Chip out into the city to gather some questions. Chip, do you, do you happen to have the questions ready? Yeah, the questions I, um, I, I sent you out into the field for. I, you'll have to check your bag yourself, I don't know. All right. Uh, all right, and also, ed, you, you flag this, flag it for editing. Okay, let's, uh, all right. All right, you do have them. All right, good, you found them. All right, and we're back, all right. This question comes to us from a Carl Huggins from Long Island City. Okay, Carl would like to know, who the hell is Frazzle McDougall? Well, while the vulgarity is unnecessary, the question is a good one. <laughs> I don't know a Frazzle McDougall, but I do know a Razzle McDougall pretty well. Now, who is Razzle McDougall? Razzle McDougall is a nurturer. Razzle McDougall is a human being. And maybe most importantly, Razzle McDougall is an entertainer. You know, I've seen every crevasse of this country, and I've spoken at a lot of people from all walks of life. The universal language is music, and I am considered to be one of the most forceful voices in the biz. Chip, this is going wonderfully. All right, next question, please. Now, this one comes to us from Dave Withers, also from Long Island City. All right, Dave would like to know, what are you wearing? All right, well, I'm going to be honest with you, Dave. It's an odd one. But at the same time, I know my little songbirds are always interested in the latest of fashions. Darlings, today I'm sporting some very smart khaki slacks a navy turtleneck, matching wedges, and my signature brooch. Now, as most of you know, I'm a Chico's gal, especially when putting together looks for my summer stock engagements. You know I love a bold print. However, when I'm on tour, I tend to provide my own costumes for shows. Now, many of you may not know this, but this started years ago. Um, I had a miserable summer where I was hired to be Sally Struthers' standby for multiple productions across the New England landscape. You know, over the years, Sally had developed a reputation for arriving toasted and getting sauced throughout the show, usually leaving the audience aghast in the second acts. She would hide little flasks creatively on the sets. It was like an Easter egg hunt for her. A little flask behind a decorative pillar a box of wine nestled between books on a shelf. Once, during an experimental musical called Who's Expecting, she drilled a hole into a plastic baby's head and filled it with sugar-washed moonshine. She'd give the baby a kiss on the head, take a swig, and deliver her line. They don't make them like that anymore. The audience would only start to notice in Act Two. They didn't want to replace her completely, as she was usually the main draw. So instead, the creative team decided to hire me to perform as Sally's character during the second acts, hoping that the audience wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Well, budgets were extremely tight that summer as Sally's booze budget ate away at each show's production costs. 
Everyone had to scale back, including the costume department. I had to stand backstage until Sally stumbled off for intermission. She would then be wheelbarrowed into her dressing room where she would hit the sofa and start snoring immediately. The team would do a quick change and put her costume on me just in time for act two. However, there are a few key differences between Sally and me, most notably our shapes. Now, I knew I looked absurd in her costumes, but I had to focus on some of the most challenging material of my life. Raz is Sally as Mama Rose. Raz is Sally as Mame. Raz is Sally as Mrs. Lovett. Raz is Sally as Sally Bowles. It, you know, it was a confusing time for the theater, and those costumes didn't help, which is why I always travel with my own mahogany costume chest filled with options for every role. It goes with me everywhere, always by my side. And what, what, what's that, Chip? We have a sponsor. Already? You know, I knew this was all going to work out. I woke up this morning and just had one of those feelings, you know? All right, let's see here. All right. All right, are you sure this is right? I've just... No, I've never, I've never heard of them, and... No, it, it seems... All right, all right. Oh, darling, no, 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 no. Is that the music you've selected? Oh, Chip, darling. No, 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 I don't think that's the... T okay, I think we can take a closer look at that for next, next episode, don't you think? No, a little, something a little less... Yes, a little less charged. Oh, I understand that, and I'm sure it's a. I'm sure it's very big with your friends. Yes, no, no. I I understand. I really do. I think I'm just looking for something peppy, you know, peppy with pizzazz. You know, give it some razz. That's yes, darling. Oh, all right. What? Well, give it a. Tw yes, give it a twirl. All right. Oh, yeah, much better, Chip. Yes, and we can let's 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 you know flag it. And, um, you know, let's make a note to talk offline um, about uh, next episode. Yes, we're going to make, I think, I think we're going to make some changes. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Much better. Thank you, Chip. All right. Songbirds, today's episode is brought to you by Riptide Toilet Paper. Have you ever wondered why you spend so much money on toilet paper? Riptide single ply sheath guarantees an intrusive type of clean. Chip, I, this is disgusting, and I just can't do this. No, surely there are more on-brand options. But what about something sexy like a vodka brand, or, or just something not used on your ass? I know, I know, and I understand that. Oh, I, I know, and I'm pleased you have someone on board so quickly, but I think we should have some sort of Yes, you keep saying that. Well, how much is a lot? Riptide single-ply sheaths are designed to delicately grace your behind for a too-good-to-be-true clean. Natural cotton, fine sawdust, and bleach. No fancy perfumes, no excessive comfort. Just a get-her-done kind of clean. Who are these people? Who? No, get, get her done? Are they, are they serious, and are you serious, Chip? What do they stand for? No, you need to fix this. You need a new sponsor by the next show. No, the ch really. 
get her done. All right, you know what? I'm gonna get her done and I'm gonna get this done and I'm never gonna look back. Do you hear me, Chip? Riptide's patented single-ply technology assures less waste going down the toilet and more cash in your wallet. Competitors lure you in with double or even triple-ply promises in an attempt to turn a utilitarian task into a day at the spa. Not Riptide. They're not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes here. And good news, songbirds. If you order now and apply the code RAZ, you'll get an extra roll for free with purchase of $75 or more. That's right, absolutely free, Riptide toilet paper. Why pay more? All right, that chip, we're gonna revisit this. <sighs> Moving right along, my little songbirds. Now, I think we have just enough time for a few more questions, Chip. I think that's a good idea, right? All right, what's that? A delivery? Of course, bring it in. All right. Oh, oh, how lovely. Baby's breath with accents of Peruvian lilies and Gerbera daisies. What an unexpected combination. Ah, let's see. Where's the card, where's the card? Oh, there's the card. All right, let's see here. Oh, give him all you've got, toots. Much love, Herb. What a doll. You know, Herb Spinetto has been my agent for years. You need to light a fire under his ass, but once you do, he's unstoppable. What a sweetheart, Chip. Can you give these a fresh cut? Sharp angle, yes, and place them in water. Thank you, dear. What a, what a lovely surprise, Herb. Sweetheart. All right, back to your questions. All right, what's that, Chip? Cold. Yes, always cold water for flowers, unless you're trying to rehydrate a tired hydrangea or dusty miller. Yes, all right, look under the sink, darling. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right, be careful. All right. Darling, just under the sink, any will yes, any of them will do. Yes. Oh. Yes! Just grab something. What the hell is going on in there? No, it doesn't have to be a vase. Just a watertight vessel. Fine. Sure, a coffee can will work. Jesus Christ, shit! God. All right, are you done? Thank you so much. All right, this next question comes to us from a Roger Bolt, also from Long Island City. You know, Chip, did you actually go into Manhattan or did you just stay in Queens for this? I thought you'd, you know, kind of target the theater district, West Village, meatpacking. No, I didn't know Long Island City has a thriving performance community. Really? No, I've, I've never heard of a Mr. Wiggles. The Shimmy Hut? No, the Landing Strip? No, no, I had no idea. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that. You know, perhaps, perhaps they'd make the perfect venue for my next show. Well, that's thrilling. No, really, it is. I've, I've, I've already started putting together some numbers, and I'm looking for a venue that's as big as my voice. Now, Chip, make a note. You need to call my movement coach, Belinda Giles, and Gwen Buffo. I'll need her to help to get my voice in tip-top shape. 
It truly takes a village, my little songbirds. Oh, well, that's exciting. Long Island City. Who knew? Who knew? Oh. All right. Roger Bolt, also from the thriving theatrical scene that is Long Island City, wants to know, are you flexible? Well, I should hope so. You know, vocally, Roger, my range is limitless. I once played all 16 roles in a musical called Excuses, Excuses during a, um, it was a shellfish recall in Chattanooga, and the entire cast, they were sick as dogs, and I got through that performance, and the three audience members that stuck it out there with me were very appreciative of what they called the effort. And of course, you know, Rue McClanahan and I never spoke again after that production, but they, 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 we were not connecting from the beginning, and I don't know what the creative team was thinking when they put us together, but there was always a level of distrust there. I think on, on both of our, on both ends, really. You know, she was convinced that I had something to do with that recall, or poisoning, as she liked to spew around the set, which is completely absurd, obviously. And I simply, I, I have an allergy to shellfish, and, and that's really the end of the story with that one. But anyway, Rue had a showstopper that I was able to put my own spin on, you know, give it a little bit more raise. And the song was called Because I Said So, and it centered around the two young lovers, Pip, played by Rue, and Pete, played by Bob Hoskins. And I was cast as Pip's much younger sister, Peg, who happened to be in love with Pete's younger brother, Timothy, but he went by Pell, uh, and he was played by Jeff Dugan. Now, Pete was trying to expedite the consummation of his recent marriage to Pip, but she was a virgin who thought that she'd be sent straight to hell's doors as soon as the act occurred. And you know, what better way to have that discussion, really, than through song? And it's been years, um, but it went something like, like this. Hold on. Um. <laughs> now, you know, I'll be, I'll, obviously I'll be doing both parts. Uh, this is exactly how I, how I did it uh, in the show. Um, but uh, Pete would start, and it was a back and forth between Pete and Pip. Um, so, <laughs> it's time to do the deed. No, and my reason, please heed. But why not tonight, dear? Let's not fight. But why? And this is where Rue could really open up. And, um, you know, I gave it a little bit bit more uh, spirit, I think. Uh, but she would just say, Because I said so. And then Pete would say, but just one glance, let me see your ankle. But if I do, you'll think me a skankle. Oh, what a skankle. But you're my wife. Think of the afterlife. Take that risk. I will take it with you. No, because. 
just to go was the time to obliterate my past I didn't know.